0: It's one o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgart. The headlines, the People's Liberation Army has launched live fire military drills in multiple zones encircling Taiwan in a show of force following a visit to Taipei by U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Toddlers between six months and three years are eligible to start receiving Sinovac jabs from today and a High Court judge has upheld a ruling of a magistrate who convicted and jailed a 21-year-old student for resisting arrest during a Shop With You protest on Christmas Eve in 2019. The People's Liberation Army has launched live-fire military drills in multiple zones encircling Taiwan in a show of force following a visit to Taipei by US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Cecil Wong reports. State media reported that the exercises started
1: at noon and would end at the same time on Sunday. CCTV reported that the drills are being held in the waters and in the air in six areas around the island. Taiwan authorities issued warnings to ships to avoid the areas being used for the drills. A Global Times report cited military analysts as saying that the exercises, at some points within 20 kilometers of the island's shore, were unprecedented. And this would be the first time the PLA launches live long-range artillery across the Taiwan Straits. Drills taking place since Tuesday have set the stage for the exercises, with the Xinhua News Agency reporting they had simulated a joint blockade
0: of Taiwan. Toddlers between six months and three years old can start receiving Sinovac jabs from today. The government says that in the first half hour of the scheme's extension, some 150 parents had made bookings for their infants. Civil Service Minister Ingrid Young says she's encouraged by the response.
2: And there have been kindergartens lining up for outreach service for children in the next week so I'm quite encouraged actually and I believe in the days to come there will be more parents uh, arranging for vaccination of their children.
0: A High Court judge has upheld the ruling of a magistrate who convicted and jailed a 21-year-old student for resisting arrest during a protest on Christmas Eve in 2019. Timmy Sung has the details. Lo chen Singh was subdued by officers in Harbour City
1: after he was seen throwing pamphlets inside the Tim Choi Mall. Judge Johnny Chen rejected all grounds of appeal, saying the students should have expected officers to be around to handle the protest. He said it was unconvincing that Lo thought the officer who first tackled him from behind was a gangster or a rioter, as the policeman had repeatedly identified himself. In his written judgment, he said regardless of whether he heard the police constable identify himself, it was impossible for Lowe to mistake him because the officer had asked him to stop resisting and not to run away. He added that a six-month jail sentence is not particularly heavy and described it as uncriticizable. The judge pointed out that the defendant had resisted for around a minute or so, requiring four officers to subdue him, three of whom were injured.
0: The observatory says it will consider lifting all cyclone warning signals between 2 and 4pm today as a tropical depression weakens and moves away from Hong Kong. The standby signal number one is currently in force. Forecasters say the tropical depression affecting the territory made landfall over the coast of Weidong this morning, but senior scientific officer Chung Ping warned that another storm could be looming the threat posed by the tropical depression to the territory is diminishing gradually. On radar, the outer rain bands associated with the tropical depression will continue to bring squally, heavy showers and thunderstorms to the coast of Guangdong today. Another area's low pressure is expected to bring unsettled weather to the South China Sea early to mid next week, and may develop into a tropical cyclone, but there are uncertainties in its track and intensity. Please Pay attention to the observatory's latest weather information. The government's Dress Casual Fridays starting from tomorrow have been labelled a great initiative. Leslie Tang, Ranstad Hong Kong's Head of Client Solutions in Greater China, says its latest survey showed people in Hong Kong rate a good work-life balance as highly as having an attractive salary. Although Casual Fridays have been in place in the private sector for years, Tang said the government's policy could help set the tone for smaller companies. He told Samantha Butler how such days can have a positive effect on productivity and time management. I
2: think um, uh, you know, we, we actually do see uh, that companies have already done these things, uh, you know, companies such as mine. As ranch that we, we typically do let our employees off uh, early on the, on the summer months. Uh, but I really think that the government's initiative uh, usually is really to set a tone and give smaller companies some guidelines on how they should model their HR initiatives
0: towards work-life balance and time, good time management. Overseas, the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has said it's immoral for oil and gas companies to be making record profits profits on the backs of the world's poorest people and at a massive cost to the climate. Mr Guterres urged governments to tax profits and accused the fossil fuel industry and its financiers of grotesque greed which he said was punishing the poor while destroying the planet.
1: What we are telling is... Those excessive profits need to be taxed and the money that is obtained with these taxes should be put at the disposal of those most vulnerable that are more dramatically impacted exactly by the high prices that are benefiting a limited number, a very limited number of companies in the world.
0: Mr. Guterres has also said he would launch a fact-finding mission into last Friday's attack in the Ukrainian town of Olenivka that killed 50 prisoners held by Kremlin-backed fighters. He said both Moscow and Kiev had asked for an investigation.
1: The terms of reference uh, for that fact-finding mission are being prepared at the present moment. They will be shared with the governments of Russia and the Federation and the government of Ukraine. I hope we'll be able to have an agreement on the terms of reference of that uh, uh, mission. And we hope to have all the facilities from both sides for access and for the obtention of all data that is necessary to be able to clarify the truth about uh, what has happened.
0: A new study has shed light on the impact plastic waste is having on birds around the world, a problem that's been made worse by the vast amounts of rubbish linked to the COVID pandemic. Alex Bond of the Natural History Museum in London explained why pandemic-related debris, such as face masks, was such a problem. Masks is not just, one, it's not just one thing. You think about, you've got the ear loops, which are made of sort of
2: an elastic. You've got the, the white and the blue sheeting on them. You've got the rigid piece of flexible plastic that you know, fits over your nose. So you've got a whole bunch of ways that wildlife can seemingly interact with this, whether it's getting entangled in the elastic. We've seen birds flying with masks tied around their legs, ingesting it, or whether it's the small little piece of flexible plastic puncturing their gut lining.
0: President Biden has signed an executive order to address the issues raised by the U.S. Supreme Court of returning the constitutional right to abortion. He says the order will support women who need to travel to another state to terminate their pregnancies and ensure providers comply with non-discrimination laws. Referring to the overwhelming vote in favour of abortion rights in the conservative state of Kansas, Mr. Biden said the Republicans had underestimated the strength of women's feelings on the issue. I don't think the court has, has any notion, for that matter, or the Republican Party, for that matter, to decide how,
3: how far to press their extreme agenda and how women are going to respond. They don't have a
1: clue about the power of American women.
0: Medical researchers in the US say they've made a breakthrough which could increase the number of organs available for transplant. The scientists partially revived the organs of pigs after they were killed using a synthetic blood containing chemicals which restored some function to dying cells. The BBC's James Gallagher has more details pigs were killed in the experiments and after one hour the
2: fluid was rhythmically pumped through their blood vessels you might expect the pig cells those building blocks of their bodies to have suffered permanent and devastating damage however the study in the journal nature showed some function was restored the cells had been partially revived the team at yale university said they'd managed to persuade cells not to die there was no sign of consciousness or brain activity
0: in the pigs and the experiments had ethical approval to take place nasa says it's aiming to launch its first artemis flight to the moon no earlier than august the 29th artemis 1 is the first flight of nasa's space launch system vehicle and the first flight of the orion spacecraft the test flight will circle the moon before returning to earth NASA has said the uncrewed flight will be the first in a series of increasing, increasingly com- complex missions that will provide a foundation for deep space exploration and extend human existence to the Moon and onto Mars. Bill Nelson is the agency's administrator. We're going to Mars and we're going back to the Moon in order to learn to live, to work, to survive on these increasingly complex missions astronauts will live and work in deep space and will develop the science and technology to send the first humans to mars it's been confirmed that a proposed hollywood film based on the dc comics character batgirl has been scrapped this is despite the movie already being in post-production here's the bbc's colin patterson with the details it is simply one of the most expensive cast-offs in cinematic history Batgirl's budget was around the $90 million mark. Rising star Leslie Grace took on the title role, with Michael Keaton returning to play Batman for the first time since the 1990s. Filming finished in March, allowing plenty of time for special effects to be added ahead of a late 2022 release in cinemas and on the US streaming service HBO Max. But now, Bad girl has been canned, never to be seen, according to the New York Post. Test screenings were so poorly received that Warners decided the film was irredeemable. to finance a short time ago, the hack sang index was at 48 that 's two hundred and eighty two points up on the previous close. turnover stands at fifty billion dollars. In the currencies, the US dollar is trading at 13373 yen. The euro stands at one US dollar and one cent and the pound is worth nine Hong Kong dollars and 53 cents. To sport, Leicester City's Premier League winning goalie, Kasper Schmeichel, is leaving the club after 11 years. The Denmark international is joining the French, French side, Nice. Schmeichel was a key figure for the Foxes when they stunned the world in 2016. By winning the Premier League. He also helped them lift the 2021 FA Cup and Community Shield. Schmeichel appeared in 479 games for Leicester, third most in club history. The president of the Serie A club, Napoli, Aurelio de Laurentiis, says they would only sign new African and South American players if they agreed to skip competition with their national teams. Last season, Napoli lost two players to the Africa Cup of Nations in January and February, one of those players was the Senegal captain, Khalidou Koulibaly, who's just signed with Chelsea in the Premier League. Koulibaly says clubs need to appreciate a player's desire to play for their country.
1: You have to have respect of uh, the national team also, because we, you, you cannot speak uh, about the African national team like, uh, like this, I think. You have to have respect, like you have the respect for the European national team. So, as captain of Senegal, I think that uh, is not the, the good way to speak about an na- African national team but I respect what he thinks. If he thinks that uh, the team uh, can play without African player, it's up to him. But I think not everybody have the same uh, idea as him in the club because I know everybody over there. I know the, the supporters and the supporters don't think like this.
0: At the Commonwealth Games in Birmingham, Kenya's Ferdinand Omanyala and Jamaica's Elaine Thompson-Hera have won gold in the 100 metres. The BBC's Ed Harry reports. After an injury-disrupted build-up ended her hopes of winning world championship gold, we wondered how Elaine Thompson-Hera would respond. Our answer, like an Olympic champion and like the second quickest woman in history. The Jamaican didn't run as fast as she had to win world 100 metres bronze, but she looked equal to any challenge here in Birmingham victorious in 10.95 seconds ahead of St. Lucia's U.S. collegiate champion Julian Alfred. For the first time, a Kenyan man is Commonwealth 100 metres champion. Visa issues were Ferdinand Omanyala's problem in Eugene, where he arrived just hours before competing. Here, he couldn't have looked more at home. The race was his from the gun in 10.02. Defending champion Akani Simbini of South Africa led the chasing pack to take the silver. Thompson Hera was delighted to take the title after a difficult season with form and fitness issues.
3: I know every athlete had their own
2: struggles coming in this season. Some didn't make it to the championship, and I, I think I'm grateful that I was a part of the World Championship team in the finals to be in that one-two-three history. But I mean, I'm just super so grateful for everything, you know. I think my expectation for this year was to claim my first World title, and I think sometime. It's our timing, and I'm pretty much patient waiting on my time. There's more championships to come, you know. I think this one is a learning process for me also to be in a new group, a new team. So I'm just pretty adjusting, and I, I know and I believe everything will be fine.
0: And a look at the weather, cloudy with squally showers and thunderstorms, showers will be heavy at times. The current temperature is 27 degrees with humidity of 87%. The standby signal, number one, remains in force. And the top stories again. The People's Liberation Army has launched live fire military drills in multiple zones encircling Taiwan in a show of force following a visit to Taipei by US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Toddlers between six months and three years are eligible to start receiving Sinovac jabs from today and a High Court judge has upheld a ruling of a magistrate who convicted and jailed a 21-year-old student for resisting arrest during a protest in 2019. The news from RTHK.
3: I yeah. Turn
2: Good afternoon and welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Thursday afternoon. Thursday the 4th of August is today's date. Cheers to Phil Whelan for the morning brew and cheers to the newsroom. On today's program, we're going to be talking a little bit more about the future of electric vehicles in Hong Kong. And we'll be chatting with Edward Chan, who's a founding member of the Hong Kong Air Vehicles Business General Association. What? Feel free to weigh in. We love hearing from you. You can email us at 123show at rthk.hk. You can also find me on Facebook, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. And after the two o'clock news, Sadia joins us for this week's Chinwag. And today we'll be talking about World Breastfeeding Week. And like I said, feel free to weigh in anytime between now and three o'clock. Nineteen minutes past one o'clock. We've got some great music coming your way this Thursday afternoon. The standby signal number one is in force at the moment. This is Bears Den on Radio 3 and the song is Red Earth and Pouring